All right, welcome to the I Can't Deal With This podcast. We have the regular brothers in arms. We have Connor, we have Avery. How are we doing, boys? It's getting close to Christmas. It is getting close to Christmas. This Happy is the week before. And all that. Happy holidays. Happy Kwanzaa. It's the Kwan- week before. Kwanzaa? Christmas is like Saturday. Well, yes, but so explain to me, How Hanukkah is Jewish? Yes. Yes. Kwanzaa is what? African American. Black. It... <laughs> Well, I'm joking. African American. Is, is it actually African American or is it African? It's supposed to be people. Well, Kwanzaa is sometimes celebrated in Africa, but I believe how it started was uh, uh, some African Americans felt they had uh, gone away and like lost touch with their African roots, and that they wanted to go back to it. So people in in America, the United States, I believe, started this new holiday. Of like it's sort of like Kwanzaa where you like light candles each day and like you celebrate like family and like love and life and family. it's supposed to help them get back in touch with like their roots. Now, Connor, you're more culturally sound than I am. What is the equivalent <laughs> okay. of Christmas to like Muslims? There or isn't one. That I mean, there's I guess nothing the, where like the only thing I can think of is like maybe like Ramadan, which is like where like they don't eat from sun up to sunset because of like. A thing, um, I think it's... That sounds like Passover. It's sort of like that. That's the only thing I can think of in in the Muslim faith that I... They don't get gifts or anything. There's nothing that I, I can think of that's like, a, oh, you get gifts because of this event. I mean, maybe there is, and I just don't know about it, but I've never heard of one. Buddhism, Hinduism, anything uh, that there you know There is of? something recently happened um, in Hinduism. Um, it's I don't... I'm afraid to butcher the name. There is something where they celebrate... Uh, something of like a special event where I do think sometimes people exchange gifts because I think for most major holidays and most religions, gift exchange has sort of just been adopted as like, oh, like even in Kwanzaa, like Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas, they all exchange gifts at some point. So I know there's one, I I don't know the name of it. I can't, I don't want to mispronounce it, but there's something like that in Hinduism. Buddhism isn't really. I don't think so because Buddhism is more of like a way of life. Yeah, they it's don't like, like it's material like, things. It's like a, it is considered a religion, but you can practice Buddhist beliefs and still be a Christian. It's more of like a, a lifestyle choice uh, than anything else. But it's it's one of those it's like a hobby. I mean, you could call it I'm that. Just joking. No, it's a lifestyle, bro. It's, yeah. Look at look at us being a multicultural well, uh, podcast. Me and yeah. everybody else. Multi- well, I was asking the hard hitting questions. And that's all. And I was listening. So speaking of Buddhists, we have a special guest. <laughs> uh, so she is not Buddhist, but uh, we have a special guest, uh, longtime listener, first time on the show. Um, it is my girlfriend. What was the name that we came up with? Deborah. 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 Uh, yeah. So, so welcome, Deborah, better, to the show. You better make sure that lasts. Uh, we listened back to this episode. Rest in peace, yeah, his girlfriend. Yeah, rest in peace, earphone Rest users. in peace, Deborah. So, uh, welcome to the show, Deborah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yep. <laughs> so, you are a big... Buddhist. <laughs> Just kidding. Not, not Buddhist. Uh, you are a big volleyball fan. I was going to say basketball for um, some reason. Miller? And she hates basketball because of the squeaking of the shoes. Fun fact. Volleyball, not volleyball. That's what well, it sounds like. Well, I'm so from the south. A v, not a v. Volleyball, vol, volleyball. You get it. Um, so this past week we had the NCAA volleyball championship. Um, and you women's. were in women's. Yes. Do they have men's? Yes. Okay. We'll get to that in a second. But 
you were very invested in this. Um, and it, partly because you played it for such a long time. Could partly be because your sister plays it and went all-conference. Bro, her sister. Hey, I don't know whether I've ever – I've shout out to Emily. Um, we don't need a nickname for her. Um, but shout out to Emily. Bro, She she's a baller. I like, heard. for real, for real. She was like – First in her conference and like seventeenth in the state or something like that. Well, she's her. too humble to admit it. Yes, um, but you were very invested in the NCAA volleyball championships. So can you kind of give us the rundown because we're trying to become a multi, uh, not only a multicultural podcast but also a multi-sport podcast. So can you give I'm us not. the rundown as to what kind of happened or what transpired uh, this past week in the NCAA volleyball? Sure. The final four were Pitt, Nebraska, Louisville, and Wisconsin. Louisville went in undefeated, 32-0, ranked number one. Dang. And Wisconsin beat them in five sets last Thursday. Nebraska was number 10 and defeated number three Pitt last Thursday in four sets. And then on Saturday, it was Nebraska and Pitt, or Nebraska and Wisconsin final, both vying for the championship. Went to five sets, and on the championship point, Nebraska challenged Wisconsin's point, won the challenge, went to four championship points, and Wisconsin won their first ever NCAA women's volleyball title. Good for the ladies. Yeah, shout-outs. Very, very good recollection of that. I will give you credit for that. Um, So who were we going for in this, this? Wisconsin. Okay, so Wisconsin the winners, correct. So why Wisconsin? Um... Just because they're a good, well-rounded team, and I actually know someone on the team. Yeah. Okay. Good for them. Shout so, beating David versus Goliath, down goes Louisville. Don. Also, Don. speaking of Don. Shout out. Shout out. Let's talk about Avery. Um, so, Avery, this past week you went and saw uh, possibly Big Ben's second-to-last home game. Um, you it went to his... Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. You you went and saw the Pittsburgh Steelers go against the Tennessee Titans and pull out a victory. Yeah. So can you kind of give us the rundown as to how that was? What was uh, the atmosphere like? What you did up in Pittsburgh? It was cold. What? Uh, how how cold was it? Like twenty five. For real? No, it was thirty five with a wind chill of twenty two. Oh, that's tough. And it was sleeting during the whole game. Dude, I tell you what, I I know that we're not in like Pittsburgh or in the north or anything I love it, like though. that. But whenever it's like it's been I can this deal week. with like dry cold and like non movement cold, but whenever you involve like a wind into that, it makes it a thousand times yeah. worse. But um Overall, the game was awesome. It definitely felt like a playoff atmosphere. The whole stadium was humming. Um, seeing Ben play. Like, I saw him in 2017, the last year with A.B., Lev, and Martavis. Saw him throw for, like, 500 yards and win the AFC North. That was awesome. But seeing Who did him they in, play then? The Ravens. Oh. Oh. So, yeah. I so that It was, was a Sunday wild. night football game, too. Yeah. It was Joe Flacco's last season with them. So, kind of like the last era right Elite. there. Yeah, you yeah, you eat. Hall um, of Famer for sure. But um no, this game was awesome. Uh, it was a defensive battle. Um we There had, was like I think there was like I think I saw it was like five or six field goals between the two teams or yeah, something like that. Yeah, nobody could score like no one could throw. Like neither team could throw. The Steelers couldn't block either, so it's like our defense would get turnovers and then offense would come out and like crap themselves and then kick a field goal. But um 
Were you screaming at yes. the field yes. as bad as you screaming? Yes, at? yes. I would hope so. I literally, my arm got tired from waving my towel. Uh, Renegade came on. I got chills. It's a real thing, and it works because right after that happened, we got an interception. So three forced fumbles, one interception. It was a great game to go to. So how confident – so we have – this is the reverse of the panic scale. On a scale to 1 to 10, if we're talking about a confidence scale, um, right now your Steelers are, I think, 7-7-1, seven, seven, and one, if I'm not mistaken, or either 7-7-1 seven, seven, and one, or 7-6-1 seven, and one, or something like that. Yeah. Um, but they're in the grand thick of things. Um, and right now the difference between – Number five in the the second playoff spot, um, and number thirteen is it's literally game. one game. Yeah, um, it's literally eight and six to seven and seven and seven or whatever Dude. it is. Um, is one game different? So, yeah. um, how confident are you because you have so many teams to compete with, and we got two games left in the season um, or three games three, left three. in the season? Um, how confident are you that you could get Dude. one of those three wild card spots? I am like one to ten. Six. six. I'm six. Okay. Like, I'm optimistic. I okay. think it what, can happen. What are, what are you optimistic for for the Steelers, and what is kind of like not putting you higher? What is not getting you a seven or an eight or nine? Um, so, my optimism is I know we could beat Cleveland and Baltimore. I know we can because of our defense, and if the offense can just do anything, we could win out. But the game against the Chiefs makes me wary just because it's Patrick Mahomes, even if they don't have Kelsey and Hill. Um, so your remaining three games are Kansas the Chiefs, City, Ravens, and you said the Browns, Cleveland. Yeah. Well, quick side note: rest in peace to all the fantasy football teams that had everyone crap the bed. Yeah, yeah we'll, um, we'll talk about the. I I'll say this: Travis Kelsey, get healthy, don't play. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. Um, but I was just um, saying that I forgot what I was saying. You were talking about how you, you should be able schedule. to beat two oh, out yeah. of those three teams. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think if they get two out of the three, they'll win, or they can get the wild card spot. Because Do you play at home or away with those games? Ooh, that's a good question. Away for Kansas City, away for uh, Baltimore, and in mm. the last game is home in Cleveland, and it's like Monday night football. Mm. Okay. In the last week of the season, so it might come down to that because we could still win the AFC North because everybody, yeah, everybody is, one game is part. in that eight and, and eight and six, is seven and seven. Time. The Ravens, the next game or the game after? Game after this Ooh, week. I mean, Lamar's yeah. Lamar's hurt right now, so he yeah. might not play this week. I, um, next week, like I said, I'd say six. I'm optimistic. I think offense will figure itself out because a lot of our O line that was actually decent is coming back soon. Yeah. So like we might be able to run the ball, and if you can run the ball, not have been have to throw as much at his age. Good chance you can make at the age playoffs. sixty. But yeah. I would love to steal the division from everyone who's been talking crap. It'd be awesome. Yeah. Especially after getting swept by Cincy. So what is so what is keeping you from saying that you're a seven or an oh. eight on the confidence? So scale? our injuries that and our losses to like other AFC teams that have the wins over the teams we've lost to. Okay. You know what I mean? Like the tiebreakers. So, like, like lost, what Like what specifically are you talking about that, like, comes to mind? Like the Chargers, like losing to the Chargers. Or okay. Or, like, like, AFC losses. Like, we lost to the Raiders. The Browns lost to the Raiders, but I'm pretty sure the Ravens beat the Raiders. Or, like, if us and the Ravens end up with the same record to get into the wild card, they beat the Chiefs. So if we lost, you know what I mean? Yeah. It wouldn't matter the record if they have that tiebreaker. Yeah. 
Stuff like that. Weird technicalities. But I feel like the whole AFC is going to come down to that. Like, no one knows who's going to be in the playoff for the AFC. No, I got you. It It is all up in the air. All three. I, I, I think one wild card spot is kind of like above the other two. But like I said earlier, the difference between seed five and seed 13 is literally – one, one game. game. Yeah. Um like the so the Browns it's gonna be wild. The Browns went from being first in AFC North and like the number two seed in the AFC to thirteenth. Yeah. After, from one field goal. And I mean, but you're also talking about so much I mean, we've talked about it so many times on this podcast, but just the parody of like the the Patriots, right? When you think the Patriots are gonna get, they get gonna humbled. be good, they they get smacked by the Colts. Um and the Colts still are losing in their division, but yeah. just one but now the Titans lost, so they gained some ground on yeah, that. We so hope you there's out. so much. Yeah, shout out, uh, shout out. Shout um, out. But it, I'm I'm interested to see just how much things are going to be like mixed up yeah. because you got some teams that are like pretty good, but in the AFC, I don't know if I would. I've said it before, but I don't know if I would say anybody's like insane uh, a Super Bowl caliber team. Like you might say the Chiefs. I mean, just because of. Like, their defense has been rapidly improving. Um, their offense is still that dynamic offense that you've always had. But other than that, like, the Bills don't look awfully good. Uh, the Patriots, like, they got humbled this yeah. past week. Titans got humbled this past week. Uh, the Colts hey. are on a charge, but you don't know. I mean, they're only 7 or 8-6 and six hey. or something like that. The, so. the, the Titans doomed themselves for dancing on our logo before the I've game. never seen that work. I want y'all to know. Well, like, every time that I see that – the team the gets Ra- smacked. The Raven, oh, the last time a team danced on a logo and won. And won, yeah. No, I'm not saying. I think because the Ravens danced on the Titans logo and, and then they lost. And the Titans did it on them, then they lost. The playoff game. Yeah. The, yeah. It just doesn't make sense. I don't to know. Me. The Titans always disrespect the Steelers. It's a little unknown rivalry. They used to like stomp on the towel when they were like 10 and 0 back in like 08. And then they got blown out by Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah, that was the time that yeah. they were the number one seed or something know. like that, there's, right? Yeah, there's two things. You don't disrespect that towel. It always comes back to bite you. Okay. Ask TJ Hushmanzada. He's dead now. No, no he's not. Bengals no. receiver. And the Titans. Titans want to be the big brother so bad. Okay, okay. So, so let's talk about um, COVID and how it's just running rampant through all of the major – Sprinting. Yeah, it's it's sprinting. Uh, Omnicron um, is is tearing through literally every major sports franchise. Every major sports. Um, you got NBA, which there are plenty of people out. Um, you have the return of like Kyrie, which I thought was kind of funny, just because Kyrie. To me, it was one of those things where like as soon as he came back, he got COVID. Yeah, right when he came back, he got COVID. Um, he had to enter the protocols. My, my favorite was people were like, "The only person on the Nets that's not vaccinated doesn't have COVID." The next day, Kyrie Irving out yeah, COVID yeah. even longer because he's not vaccinated. I mean, you got so many people. I think uh, what was his name? All right, so um, I gotta, I gotta take, I gotta take right now since the okay. NBA is picking up people off the streets. I'll play. Joe Johnson and Isaiah Thomas are both really old, <laughs> but both of them, if given the opportunity, can become all stars again. It to become all stars, maybe it. It looks voting. good. It has been back for about four games now, and I think he's averaged over twenty points each of those four games. Uh, Joe Johnson, no shot. 
No shot. Um, Joe Johnson was barely getting five points at the big three pickup game. But I, Isaiah Thomas, don't get it, don't get it twisted. My boy IT still can ball. Yeah. Now he is five foot three, looking like Muggsy Bogues in these streets. But Isaiah, dunk. but Isaiah Thomas do do got a little J on him. Isaiah Thomas can dunk too. Uh, I think um, there's one of the guys from. There's a lot of people who – I was looking for the, the graphic I saw earlier. I couldn't was it, remember. Was it the Nets when they only had, like, Blake Griffin and, like, six other dudes? <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's one of those things where, like, literally everybody is, like, out. And The NHL just said we're not sending players to the Olympics this year because of COVID. Yeah. They're like, we're not even going to worry about it. Mm. All right. So, so America's about to get clapped all right, so in, the, real, in hockey. So, real quick, here are some of the familiar faces that are coming back to the NBA because over four, 80 players Josh are Smith? out for Is COVID. Josh Smith on there? Hold on. I would love that. Lance Stevenson gets a 10-day contract with the Atlanta Hawks. No Tyler way. Johnson, uh, a.k.a. Dwight's brother, off the office. Um, he, that's not really – Dwight's brother, but they look alike. Um, Tyler Johnson got picked up by the Philadelphia 76ers. IT, we already talked about. He signed with the Lakers. Uh, Matt, Mac McClung has been signed to the Chicago Bulls. He, I thought um, he got drafted. He got drafted, but he was in the G League for a while. Urson oh. um, Izavon. Uh, he got – he's with the Chicago Bull. C.J. Mile, who hasn't played since 2019, hey, is, on the, is on the Boston Celtics. He, he was a glitch on 2K. Um, Justin Jackson, uh, he was on that – Tar Heels team. Tar, Tar Heels team. Yeah, he, um, for, he is on the Celtics now. He, he played for Dallas, too. Uh, Sauce Castillo. Sauce. Uh, Nick Stockis. Uh, he got signed by the Toronto Raptors. Nick and Stockis. You know who should be signed somewhere? Me. Jello. Jello ball. Yeah. yeah. Might as well. Yeah, might as well be. I mean. Hey, I can dribble. Put yeah. Me in. I'll make some passes. I'll dunk on someone. Dude, yeah. Imagine it, me just like, bam. Do you think, so, we talked about NHL, how they, like, they kind of suspended their season. Season They pulled out of the Olympics. We talked about that. Um, but do you think that. Like the NBA might follow suit. I don't think the NFL is because we're at the end of the season and they're just going to kind of keep pushing forward. Uh, but do you think that the NBA might suspend things? I know that they already started with Christmas Day games kind of changing times and stuff like that. But uh, do you I think, think that they might follow suit and, and suspend the season? I think should give it re-enter protocol. Like everyone, like doesn't matter anymore. Like since you've had an outbreak, just basically say like it doesn't matter cut games I think for two weeks maybe basically re-enter everyone into protocol and just say like I right, won't do that I know they're not doing that but that's what I would do if I was commissioned like alright for two weeks we'll reschedule these games uh, push the playoffs back a little bit no one really loses tickets they just push the games back and they go like everyone basically quarantine for two weeks don't talk to nobody don't sit next to nobody don't touch nobody with nobody's hands don't do nothing Wash your hands a lot. Just get just get this out of the system and then basically go back into the quarantine rules. Because, like, I think it was people got too lax. Like, it worked really well and, like, everyone was good. And then, like, people started to get a little bit more lax with, like, the yeah, regulations. Like and care. if anybody is doing anything crazy, it's some of these, like, really high popular, like, athletes are going to parties or doing the club stuff. Like, a lot of these players are probably getting sick doing things that are, like, really big. Now, I, I will say some players, I'm sure, are, like, a lot more at home, but, like, you're you're probably coming into contact with more people if you're like a superstar than like an average person is. So let These me my so 
I, I completely agree with you. I think that I don't know about the two weeks just because if you can, that's losing money. And I know that you're losing money because, like, if LeBron goes out or KD goes out, like, a lot of people are not going to want to watch it because, like, I mean, we saw it with the Hornets and LaMelo. Like, if LaMelo's out or he's hurt or whatever it is, like, I'm not going to want to go to a Hornets game to watch Miles Bridges, even as entertaining as Miles Bridges is. I want to see LaMelo ball. Um, and it's the same thing with, like, the big names, like Giannis, like Luka, like LeBron, like all these other guys. Um, and so I think that it's going to be one of those things where a lot of people are out, though. Um, and it's not just, like, one organization. It's, like, everybody. It's everyone. So I don't know how we're going to – I don't know how they're going to navigate it. Um, it could just be a wave. Um, but COVID to me has always been really like unpredictable um, because I've thought that it was going to stop and then it keeps going. I thought that it was going to keep going and then it stops or like the waves kind of get cut down. So I don't know what's going to happen. But NHL, they're taking precautions in NFL. They're having to move. I mean, we saw this past week um, people getting or games getting moved from Sunday um, to Monday and Tuesday. Um, We saw that, that NFL, that Saturday game between the Patriots and the Colts weren't even supposed to happen. Um, I it think wasn't? that I what? think that it got moved up for some reason. I'm not entirely sure why it would get moved up, but um, I know that there were at least three games that got moved from yeah. Sunday to Monday and Tuesday. So Brown, um, Browns, Raiders, Rams, Seahawks, yeah, and, and so, the Eagles and football team, yeah, the WTFs. So. Also talking about the NBA, I wanted to kind of get y'all's take. Um, Iman Shumpert went on a podcast today. I don't know whether y'all saw the clip, um, but he essentially said that KD did not ruin the NBA. LeBron joining the Heat ruined the NBA. Um, and so I wanted to hear your take on that and, and hear, do you agree with Iman Shumpert? Do you think that uh, the NBA as we know it, the N- NBA landscape I'll of super teams – is because of LeBron, or do you think that KD or somebody else kind of busted it wide open? I think it's all BS. I'm going to tell you why. Nobody cared when Dennis Rodman came to the Bulls. If we want to talk about, like, a person ruining things, Dennis Rodman joining the Bulls fresh off of, like, what, three championships should have been, like, the the Bulls are assembling assembling a super team. Let's kill it all. Like, So I think that, like, for me, I don't think you should blame a player for leaving. I think that nowadays, I think that accolades could have been, we used to be easier on accolades with players like Wilt Chamberlain and like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and like on the Milwaukee Bucks and, and, and the Lakers and like how great they were at like points and scoring and rebounds and playing. But I think as we get older, it's more about can you win a championship over personal accolades? And I think players understand that. They, they want to leave their mark. Like, if if I was one of the best players in the world and I was working with management and they basically assembled a team of absolute nobodies and I dragged this team from the basics of from the basement of hell to the championship road to get there to have people who people who are actual garbage like who shouldn't be playing and I'm LeBron James and I go I've had enough I want to win I want to win a championship leave it to the players because at a certain point, it's no longer about like, well, if I'm LeBron James, you have enough money and enough power to go like, I know what I want. I want to win. I'm the one of the greatest, if not the greatest of all time. And if the management's not going to help me, 
I'm going to go somewhere else. If I'm one of the greatest teachers of all time and I work at a school that I'm dragging up and I get no help, eventually you're going to leave. Did I ruin schools? No. I went for a better option. Kevin Durant, I could see maybe of like a, he wasn't, he, he was jaded, he wasn't loved in, in, in uh, Golden State, and that was a very awkward situation with Steph and all them. I could see him leaving being like seen as like a traitorous move, but let the man play. Like he wanted to go with Kyrie and see if he can do it again. Why are we mad at these players isn't it Kyrie Irving and about who, joining the Warriors? Kevin Durant. Who, uh, oh, he's joining the Warriors. Who who are we talking about? I say here? Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. We're talking about joining the Warriors. Oh, when it was shoot. with Clay and and why Seth. not? Why not? If you're gonna tell me that I'm guaranteed to be on one of the best teams, one of the best players, and have a chance of winning a ring, I'm gonna take it. See, I'm gonna take it. The the reason see, I agree with your statement about joining teams, but the only reason I disagree with the Mon statement is because. LeBron wasn't KD in the Western Conference Finals joining a 73-9 and nine team that already that's, didn't need any help. That's my thing. Is yeah, that but like, who cares? I, I mean, I, I, understand, I, I understand, and I think that like— I care. No. And did the 73-9 and nine team win? No. But I, I understand what you're saying, and I understand what both you guys are saying. Um, and I think that like— I think that LeBron James could be said for starting um, super teams— I think that that could be something that he could be like challenged by or started because I think that that Heat team was the first legit super team. You're not telling me Scottie Pippen, Michael Jordan, and Dennis Rodman weren't like. But Dennis wasn't. But Dennis wasn't to the level of LeBron James. He was Kareem and um, James Worthy. But but they were. But their supporting cast wasn't as stacked as these guys. But I even think that like if you look at. If you look at a super team, to me, it's not two. It's got to be three. Yeah. And the only team that comes to mind with three is what you're talking about with Dennis Rodman. But when you when he left the Pistons, that Dennis Rodman was not the same Dennis Rodman that we see with the Bulls. It's still, it's still to me, it's still to me unfathomable that the fans are going to go, yes. LaMelo Ball becomes a superstar, let's say, and we finally have a chance of winning, and he leaves my team. He leaves the Hornets. I'm wearing his jersey right now. He leaves my team, and he goes to, like, I don't know, Milwaukee or something because Giannis is, is getting older or something, and he goes there to build a super team. Are you mad at the player or are you mad at the franchise? Because for me, the – it's no longer the players used to be post office workers and had to do extra jobs on the side in the NBA. It's now these players are worth hundreds, if not hundreds of millions of dollars. And if your franchise is like ass at building a team, <laughs> I'm not going to be mad at my player leaving. Yes, KD leaving because he wanted a championship. That man is the dedication to ball his life. All right, KD is a legend. One of the best, I think, in, in, in his positions. But him leaving... Yes, you can see him as disgraceful, but what team was he on before he left? The Thunder. Thunder. The Thunder. Where's the Thunder now? But also— They are terrible. It's because he left. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the problem. If I'm KD— They were up 3-1, blew a 3-1 lead. Had also two years before gone to the finals. Yeah. Yes, but who who was he on the team with? Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. James, James Harden, Harden is left. That. Serge Ibaka, Stephen yeah. Adams, so Kendrick they, Perkins, Tabo yeah, Cephalosha. If I, if you Kendrick came, Perkins retired. I'm here. Here you go. Here's a team that just won 73-9, and barely lost to LeBron. Well, not barely. They lost to a 3-1 lead, who was even worse. Yeah. 
I just think. And Katie's- you come to me and you say, "Hey, Katie, hey, Connor Peck, uh-huh. you're really good. One of the greatest." Come join our team for some money and absolutely blow through everybody you've ever seen with one yeah. of the greatest shooting I tandems. I don't know. I'm going to say yes because, yes, guess what? I'm going to get a ring. It makes and sense that's for what KD. players want. They want rings. They're the most competitive no, I, people on earth. I agree, but I think that – His was so cowardly. I, I just want to get this out the way first. I wasn't saying that, like, LeBron is at fault for yeah. – Going no, to Miami. I think that it's one thing when you already go to an established team like KD, and I'll get to KD in a second. But if you're going to a LeBron where he's joining with D Wade, he's joining with Chris Bosch, and they're going together, I don't think that that, even though that is considered a super team, I don't see anything wrong with that at that point because there, we've seen multiple times that sometimes that just doesn't work. Yeah. Um, Whereas for KD, I fully understand that he he's won an MVP. He's won scoring titles, and yet he still hasn't won a ring. And that's what everybody's looking at. That's how he makes the that's how he makes the legacy is getting the ring. But the thing that I hate is that like how he did it's it. It's one of those things where if you went and joined, if you were KD and you joined the Trailblazers, you joined. Literally any other team other than the Cavs or the Warriors, because yes, even though they had the greatest regular season record, seventy three and nine, we talked about that. They lost, but, but they had already won two championships before that, mm-hmm. and so we're not talking about that they were limping along and they hadn't lost anybody. They had Draymond Green, who at that point was becoming a perennial all star. You had Steph Curry, who was coming off of two back to back MVPs. You had Clay Thompson, who I think the year before had sixty one points in three quarters. Um, and so we're not talking about got, some sla- slouches. They got boogie that year too. They had Boogie that year, which that didn't pan out. But like it, I don't. No, it's just one of those things where, like, if we're talking about a no-name person, if you talk about Boogie Cousins, who hasn't been that great, or you talk about uh, Tyler Cephalosha or whatever it is, like, if they join the Warriors, good on them because, like, they're not the leaders of the league. And to me, to me, even Dennis Rodman wasn't a superstar. He wasn't the greatest of all time, whereas KD... When you think about the 2010s, you think of LeBron, you think of Steph, and you think of KD. And I think that those are the three pillars of the NBA. And for two of those pillars to team up, I wouldn't say that Kawhi is one of the three pillars, but I think that, and don't get me wrong, I don't mean to take away from Kawhi's legacy because I think Kawhi's an amazing uh, player. He's like the last five, six years, I feel, not the whole 2010s. Well, even then, you can even say the Spurs had a bit of a super team with Tim Duncan, Kawhi. And- but once again, we go back to the idea of they built that super team from the ground up. Yes, but None I- of those three got yes, brought in. It's, I think it's one of those things where it's like, yes, you can homegrown talent, build it. But sometimes, like, you – would you rather be a great trying to ring chase or reach ring? Like you know what I'm saying, like these great players who are like they did their best, they did everything they could about building from the ground up. It doesn't work, and they're chasing a ring and they never get it. And it's like one of those things where it's like Chris Paul, right? He one of the greatest shooters, mid range people of all time, may never have a ring. And yes, he probably could have won one with Kobe, but the league was like, no. You want to talk about him chasing? 
Chris Paul going to the Lakers. The NBA that was not that was, was not a, a free that was a trade that was not a free agent a trade guy. that it was that a is trade. very different. So that he was is very so different. I'm sure he was all happy about until the oh, NBA. Oh, for sure. But until the NBA was like, ah. but it, here's my thing: is that you look at Chris Paul, who arguably is one of the most beloved players of all time. He just lost to the Milwaukee Bucks this past year. KD is the equivalent of Chris Paul, who arguably, to me, isn't even in the same stardom as KD, going and joining the Milwaukee Bucks. And you're like, yes, like I understand why you did it, and I understand why KD did it. And when it comes down to it, and when it's all said and done, he's going to be a top 15, maybe even a top 10 player. And I understand why he did it, because... Everything in sports is based on rings. And so if you don't have a ring, you don't have nothing. So I, I think that it's one of those things where we're gonna have to we're gonna have to see. We good? Yeah, something popped up on the computer. Oh, all right. Well, the I just with Jake. So real quickly, real quickly. Fun fact, Amon Schubert won Dancing with the Stars this season. Hey, good for him. Hey, shout outs. Fun fact. I just first NBA player to ever do that. Can I put so, my two cents in? Yeah, on go ahead. It? I was gonna say I agree with both of you. But the whole situation is, out of every person who's joined a super team, they didn't do it in the manner he did. You know what I mean? And that's why people always have an asterisk. Or, like, they don't really care about KD's championship because he joined this team in the manner that he did. And it makes sense for him. Good for him. He won a championship. But literally no one cares. People care about Chris Paul trying to get one more than KD's ring. But I think that, like, Chris Paul, to me, has done it in a good way of, like, trying to build. The Phoenix Suns were nothing. And, like, don't get me wrong. The Phoenix Suns two years ago in the bubble, like, had one of the best runs in bubble history or in NBA (laughs) playoff (laughs) history um, or attempted the right before the playoffs. You get it. Um, But I think that, like, him joining the Phoenix Suns, like, that's not – like him betraying yeah. the the thunder that he was on, yeah. and yes, it might be a little shocking because like everybody thought he was going to stay with the thunder, but it's just one of those things where like you lose to somebody, you were up three one on somebody, mm-hmm. then you they're lose. a super team in their own right, and then you add fuel to the fire. They didn't lose anybody, and I think that also we were talking about it earlier. Like he was talking about the Spurs. The reason why nobody gets mad at Steph and Clay and like. The reason why nobody gets mad at them is because, like, if you're on that team to begin with, like, and KD comes in, you're like, hell yeah, like, that that's yeah. what's up. But, like, KD kind of backstabbing one of his bro, like, the Russ. Brody. Like, you, you thought that, like, him and KD were going to be, or uh, him and Russ were going to be boys for life, and then kind of backstabbing him like that, not him even now. giving him the decency of, like, telling him that he was going to go beforehand. Well, he, he called Draymond right after the game. Yeah. It's like right after you lost, he called him and was like, hey, can I join y'all? No, 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 no. Draymond messaged KD. After they lost the finals? After they lost okay. the finals. They My said, bad. bro, like, we need you. And apparently, like, that was – it's against NBA rules, it's tampering. Yeah. But Draymond had to retract his statement saying, like, he didn't do it. But then he also said, like, I'm going to talk to who I want to talk to. Yeah. So I think that, like, at this point, you know, him being invited by his friend. I mean, if I was chilling with my friends, right, and I knew those guys and I was friends with them, and he's like, come just come join our team and absolutely body somebody. Like, yeah. we need you. Like, we lost this. We needed your talent. Yeah. And you're going to feel wanted? Bro. I'm not yeah. gonna be like, yeah, bro. Like, let me make this homegrown Oakland Thunder team, which you had Russell Westbrook, you had KD, you had James Harden, 
and you still didn't manage yeah. to win. But it, so we're talking about teaching, and this is the last thing because I really want to move on from this. But imagine like the best school in CMS. Let's think of like the Huffs or the Myers Parks or something like that. And you had put your heart and soul into Geringer, and then you go and you join Huff. Like, yes, I understand why you did it because it's not the obstacles, it's not the same hardships, but like, I guarantee you that if you go from a Geringer to a Huff or to a Myers Park or to a Providence or an Aducale, there are going to be people, and I will be one of those people who are like, you kind of turned your back on us. You're going to do it in five years. I, I, but I'm not so. I'm not saying leaving. I'm so, talking about joining arguably the the best person. Don't you want to go to Myers Park? I want to go to East Mech. East Mech is not in the same vein as Myers Park. Oh. East Mech is like slightly on the next step up. It'd be me going from po- possibly the Thunder this year to maybe the the Trailblazers. But we we ain't going to no Nets team. You hear me? That'd be pretty cool to teach at your alma mater. That that's the goal. Um, all right, real quickly talking about disappointments. Um, I think Anthony Davis is a disappointment. I, I think this is a hot take. Um, and I know that, like, he was the foundation. Not a hot take. He's just not doing very well. I, but I think that, like, Anthony Davis is at the point where, like, yes, two years ago when he was in the bubble, like, the Lakers won that championship because of Anthony Davis. And I was singing his praises two years ago. But please stop chewing Mike ice into the microphone. But it's one of those things where – I think that, like, now, like, you were supposed to be the guy. And I think that everybody knew that he was going to be the one that LeBron passed the torch to. But yet, once again, we see that, like, LeBron is having to carry a team on his back. And, like, this man is 37, 38 years old, whatever it is. He's been playing in the league for now 18 years. He is too damn old. 20 years because he started when he was 18. Well, he start. He got drafted in two thousand. Did you see him in his suit when he got drafted? That long ass suit. Um, <laughs> but like, it's too. He's too old to be carrying a team on the back. And like, I know that Anthony Davis. He was an All Pro. He's been a multiple time All Star. But like, people were putting him in the same conversation as Shaq, as the greats of the game. I think he's too soft. And so, and that's the thing is that like, when you get, when you get in that vein. Like you got, you got to step up, and I know that it's been unfortunate with because of all the injuries and stuff that he's had. But it's like, bro, if you're getting bodied by Draymond Green, we got a problem. He does not take care of his body. That is what we've all heard from all these other sources, saying that Anthony Davis does not take good enough care of his body, like LeBron. He He does not. What? He doesn't stretch. No, it just he doesn't like he, he doesn't eat healthy foods. He lets himself go occasionally, gets back into shape. Your body can't handle like Zion. It's because he's a Packers fan. He's eating a lot of cheese. Cool. So, <laughs> like I'm saying, it's not good for your body to like break rhythm. Like if you're going to, if you are a professional NFL player, it's good for you just to stay in shape. All like yeah, you can relax a little bit in the off season, but you still got to stay in shape. And I think one of these things is the fact that when they assembled this team, Russell Westbrook, Boogie's on that team now. Um, Who? 
Who's on the Warriors, the Lakers right now? Uh, you got Carmelo Anthony, Anthony who's on that team. Uh, you Carmelo. got Malik Monk. Shout out to Malik Monk. You got, playing. you got all these old heads, and they ha- And LeBron definitely is like the king of this team in the heart and soul. But you have Westbrook, who's breaking shots and shooting air balls. Anthony Davis was supposed to be. If LeBron is the heart and mind of this team, AD's got to be the muscles. He is the person who's in his prime who needs to be carrying a team. And when they assembled this team, they said, Anthony Davis, you are the one who's going to have to be like the number one guy. Like, yes, LeBron can step up, but he can't do it constantly. And I think the reason why you can say the bubble worked was because AD had like a two or three months off. So he didn't get injured. He was fully like ready to go. So you need AD to step up. And I think LeBron's going to see the fact that AD can't step up. And I think AD is going to get pushed out of the Lakers. If LeBron can't win this year. He signed a massive deal, though. I think he's still under contract for like two more years. I think that if they don't win. I mean, LeBron might push him. Be like, you know what? I got two this years left. You got to get out of yeah, here. Yeah, like we we got to we got to fix this now. <laughs> Damian Lillard, get in here. Next superstar. Up. Anthony Davis for Bronny James. Make it happen. Yeah. All right. That'd so fire. Do you what do you want to do for this NFL? Uh, we got two of Kaylee's segments that we got to do. Um, real let's, cool. Let's do one of hers. All right. So which one do you want to do what first? About debate with Jake though. Uh, we will get to debate with Jake. We got that's that's going to be probably the last one because that's what the world's been waiting on. <laughs> I've been nervous about this. I am nervous about it too, just because I don't like losing. So, wait, are we? Is this like a competition? No, What's this is this is legit. Like, For I'm. Segment. Oh well, oh. that too. But um, we're th- I'm three and one in the debate with Jake. So and I'm not we, trying to make it three me and two. I've never debated. I yeah. think he's nervous because I'm actually good at this type of stuff. I'm I'm just nervous because also I have a headache and oh, sometimes too. I think that I can't we, talk. We, so we both have headaches. All right, what are we doing? Call the ambulance having stonk. Call the ambulance having stonk. Call the ambulance. All right, let's do the scores. Where the ambulance? All right, so just kind of give a FYI of what this segment is. Um, We're going to do the quiz quiz the podcasters. Um, And so she's going to give a team, and there's going to be three possible points. You will be able to gain extra points, but we'll talk about that in a second. Point number one. Is going to be if you can tell the team that they went against. All right. Point number two. So if so, we'll knock this one out now. Um, like we talked about it already in the podcast. So if she said the Titans, whoever says Steelers first would be, gain one point. Their opponent. Yep. Okay. Point number two who is won. who won. And then point number three, and this is going to be the hard one, score. is going to be the score. If you get the score, then you are a god. But and then we talked about this earlier. I don't know how she wants to do it, but we were possibly going to do extra points if you did like, oh, Ryan Tannehill scored a touchdown or like um, Zach le- Wilson had two touchdowns. Lady and the two gentlemen here, this is not my forte. I will be trying my best here. <laughs> do not expect a lot, but I'll say this. Better expect the unexpected. Be like the one game I know. All right, chop, chop, let's go. For the sake of time, we're not doing the extra points. Okay. Okay. Let's Executive do it. Executive decision. Okay. okay. Putting our foot down. Brenda. Barnica? De- what? Barnacle. Barnacle. Mermaid Man, a barnacle boy? Kirby Pickett. <laughs> <laughs> the Saints. Kelly? Buccaneers. Huh? Saints? The Saints. 
One, nine, nine zero. zero. Sa- uh, Saints won. I think I got that. He that did was, not he, say the Saints. He who said, won. He said Bucks first, though. He got one. You got two. Yeah, but I got the score. Nine zero. I will give you that you got the score, but I definitely got who won. Wait, I'm supposed to say so? Does There's it ma- three. There's does it matter which order, or do no. we have to go in order of like team they played? <laughs> I didn't even know what was happening. I didn't even hear the team. <laughs> All right, okay. so so who? Wait, wait, wait. So he's got two. You got one. Yes. Oh. The Patriots. Colts. <laughs> they lost to the Colts, and the score was twenty-one. Forty-one, twenty-six. No, it was twenty-four to thirteen. Twenty-four, twenty, twenty-eight, twenty-one. Wrong. What? what was it? I got a point. The Colts won 27-17. Oh, okay, I, I definitely cl- I got that much one closer wrong. than I everyone. Said else. This is going to be hard. All right. Well, let me stop playing. I'm going to cheat. Don't. I'm kidding. So, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not doing score or points. I'm going to do the teams who won and lost. Y'all better be ready for these points because that's okay. the only way y'all getting stuff. Okay. I'm just going to yell. <laughs> Texans. Uh, Jags. Uh, Titan, Texans won. Um, so Th- 31 Texans, to 9. <laughs> Texans beat the Jags. Was I right? The Texans won. Fun fact, since 2018, uh, the Texans have beat the Jags 10 times and have lost zero times to the Jags, but have literally – is like 10 and 25 against the rest of the league. You know what's crazy? Normally, the team that fires their coach wins their next game. Not that one. What did yeah. you say the score was? 31-9. to nine. I'm going no. with – it was like 27-6. Do, do I only get one guess? Thirty to sixteen. Frick! <laughs> I'm not guessing these scores. Yeah, these scores are going to be tough. I was close. Hold on, hold on. I, I don't like how the fact we all got to jump for this because this. I don't, I don't like think, it. This sounds like a See, terrible here, audio format. Here, well, Keeps you here's on edge. the thing: is that the other one was going to be we write it down on a no I whiteboard, that, and then it's still going to be bad. I think it's. I think it should be each person should get one guess at each time. If you lose, it goes to the next person. Yeah, but if I know, say for instance, I don't know it, but Avery says it, I'm like, oh, that's correct. I like. I, let's just keep doing it. Let's keep it like this for right. now, and then next time we can we can try it your way. We got it. We got it. We got it. The Vikings. They played. the Vikings lost to or the Vikings lost. No. The Vikings. They beat the Bears. One against the Bears. Bears. That's two for me. And the score was 21 to 6. 19 to 13. Don't ask me these scores. 24-6. No, it was 27 to 9. 17 to 9. I was close. Stop Ah. stop guessing points. (laughs) No, I have a general idea of the number. I just. (sighs) Okay. The WTFs, a.k.a. Eagles. Eagles. They lost to the Eagles, I believe. It was, I got two points for me then. It was 31-24. No shot. It, it Go ahead. 27-17. Eagles Close won. Boy. Fuck! <laughs> Just yelled. <laughs> the Ravens. They played against the they Packers. Lost. They lost. Ryan Hundley had... Uh, Brian. Like, Brian Hundley? Yeah, I don't think... Oh, my he had like... A hundred, over a hundred rushing yards. The score was thirty-one thirty. Ooh, that is, that is a good one because I knew they lost by one. I know the division ones. I got one on that one. I'm sorry I don't know for you heard that. I I I it comes into my head and I just scream. Comes, <laughs> The Cowboys. They played against the Raiders. No, they played against the Giants and won. Yeah, I didn't even. Zeke Elliott had a touchdown. 
Well, I'm gonna get- oh, Jake Fromm is also going to be the new starting quarterback of the Giants. Just FYI. Oh, cool. Sorry. Not not a. Uh, no, that's not, not that's not confirmed. But not I actually want that to happen. Mike so Glennon. I'm speaking in speaking that into existence. Better than Mike Lennon. The score was twenty-one to six. I was going to say that. Like what the heck? Yeah, right. <laughs> sure. Okay. The Rams. They the Rams. Seahawks. They Rams they beat, beat the, the Seahawks. Seahawks. Why can I not say it? Cooper Cup uh, touchdown somewhere oh, in there. Also, let, I'm sorry. Let me go on my Cooper Cup rant real quick. We're going to pause this. Um, just so you know, Cooper Cup is right now tied for number 10 all time in um, receptions. Um, he has 122. Right now, Michael Thomas has 149 uh, with three games left. So just be on the lookout for that. Also, he has about ah, – what was the number? He has to get like 27 more. Yes, he needs something like that. Um, also, right now, in ter- Cooper Cup is number 19 in uh, single-season receiving yards with 1,625. 1, he is right now 3,000 yards or 300 yards behind Calvin Johnson. So, three games left, 300, or 300 yards. So, be on the lookout for that. Also, um, be on the lookout for the touchdowns. He has like 16 right now, um, but I don't think Is anybody's the record 22. Yeah, right. It's Jerry Randy Rice. Moss. Oh, Randy. Um, I don't think anybody's going to beat that. But I think that you do need to look out because it is a possibility if he has about seven receptions each game, he could beat the receiving record. Um, and then if he has about over 100 yards each game for the remaining three games, he could beat the receiving yards record. So he's he's having an all-time great season. But real quickly before we go on, how do you feel about the 17 games? Do you think that there will be an asterisk no, for that? I think it will be um, fine because they used to play 14 games. I, I don't know. I just feel like I'm only, I've always had this thing of like, Cooper Cup is a hell of a player. He's having a hell of a year. But change, to me, is always scary. Um, so, like, especially in terms of stats. So, like, 16 games compared to 17 games. Like, you look at Michael Thomas, his 149 receptions. If you co- extend that out to 17 games, he could have More. 160 receptions yeah. or something like um, that. So, I, I don't know. I just – I think that they're, especially in this new era of 17 games, if they, I don't know if they've decided that they're going to do this pass this year, but I think it's going to be one of those things where people might put an asterisk on it because it's 17 games instead of 16 games. Um, I don't think they will. I think some of these stats are going to be so hard to touch even with an extra game, which is kind of crazy because they did that in like shorter seasons back then. So I don't think so. I think it'll just be accepted. Yeah. That's just my opinion. Also, fun fact, was looking into this today, Randy Moss is top 10 in single-season touchdowns three times. That's wild to me. That is crazy. Um, all right, sorry. Go ahead. The Chargers. Charger, Chargers, they played against – Did they play against the Bengals? No. That was last week. No, they played against a run-heavy team who – wasn't San They played the Chiefs, and oh, they lost. True. Yeah, I wouldn't got that. And I the forgot. score was like poo-poo water. I know, Ty, I know Travis nah, Kelsey had really like good. 10 receptions, 182 yards, yeah, and it went to two over, touchdowns. It went to overtime. It wasn't like a – He had like a walk-off touch, like a touchdown. Like it was like, like 36-31 or something like that. 34-28. to 28. Oh, 37-31. 34-28. Avery got it. Damn it. I heard 21 there. I said eight. He said 21. I, I said, mean, y'all well, combined to do it. Hey, I give me those points. three points, baby. 
Man, fuck this. The 49ers. <laughs> the 49ers won, number one. They played the Falcons, number two. And then number three is we won by not a lot. It was like 30 to 17. <laughs> We won by not a lot. I'm, say, I'm letting Miller I take. I his, don't know if the thirty-one thirteen. I'm letting Miller take his uh, his team. That's just like if the Steelers comes up, it's like, oh, Avery, yeah. have a fun oh, time. I'm I'm waiting for the Steelers one. Well, you use it as an example. Yeah, you we're can't not doing use the Steelers it. because you used it as an example. I'm sorry, Ma. <laughs> I would have got All right, calling it now. The Panthers they played. They the, lost the Browns. Raiders they lost. Got him in the back. Sixteen boys. to thirteen. I thought she was going to say Panthers really fast. I was like, we 13, lost the Bills. Right? It was 16. 16 to 14. That's tough. <laughs> Pain. Mason Crosby had a walk off. No, Mason Crosby. Daniel uh, Carlson. It, yeah. Very easy to mix those up, I know. Yeah. <laughs> White people. Same haircut. <laughs> that that Jordy Nelson haircut. Go ahead. The Broncos. The Broncos lost. Teddy Bridgewater got card off the Teddy died on the field again. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing at that. That's like Who they play? Oh, they played um Oh, I they played the Bengals. No, they not. Yeah, they did. Yes, they did. How do you Didn't talk? we just talk about the Bengals? No, the, they were the wrong. The Pringles? Who did we just talk about play the Chiefs? We the said Chargers the ba- you said the, the Bengals played the Chiefs. Oh, well, the Bengals played the Chargers the okay. week before. But they lost to the Bengals, right? Yes. No, correct. Yes. It was like a All one. right, I did like, get that one. It was like two points. I don't know. I just said they lost to the Bengals. 28-26. But you didn't say who won. I'm going to say 27-24. If you ask me if who the Denver Broncos play, and I say they lost to the Bengals, I think that pretty so. But I already said who they lost. thought that they lost, but he Connor got the team. Fine. <laughs> I definitely got that they I lost. I said they played the lo- they lost to the Bengals. I don't give a shit. 27. It was 15-10. I was close. <laughs> There's some digits. A six six somewhere. Shout out to Spider Man. Just FYI. Shout out. Hey, can you believe Adam said it's not top five Marvel? We'll talk about that in another Cap. later time. Cap. Dolphins. They won. The Dolphins won. Damn it. Um, they won against the. It was not the Jets. A... They beat the Jets. They did beat the it Jets. It was twenty four to ten. Dang it. Twenty four to fourteen. Zach, Zach Wilson had two touchdowns. Oh, ma ma ma. You were wrong on all accounts. I don't know the scores of other games. Also, fun fact, uh, Tua has the highest uh, completion percentage this year. But the Dolphins don't want to keep him. Bills, they lost. Just going to get that out there. No idea the score. It's like 30-something to 16. I don't know. Cam Newton, 0-10 since he came back. Or since he started. Oh, yeah. What's the score? 31-14. I was close enough. You better give me that point. I said thirty to fourteen or something. No, like that, that no. He was he had sixteen I had to thirteen. Point away. Yeah. Give it to him. Mm-mm. Nope. The Lions. They, they beat, beat the Cardinals. Woo! You suck. It was like twenty eight to like fourteen or something. It like was that. sixteen. It was it was a good it was a good amount. No, it was thirty four to think it's sixteen. Thirty to twelve. Wow, we all suck at this. Was that it? How many games? That was it. Also, fun fact. Who won? I de- Connor won. <laughs> I'm going to win in this. Uh, col- do the colleges because I don't care. I'm going to win at this. Miller said, guess who's not going to win this? Stupid Connor who can't remember nothing. Okay. And I come I out and win. You said that about yourself. Yeah, you said that. I know. I lulled Joe into a false sense of security. I played fantasy football, and I kept track of all them freaking games. 
So we have to guess this player's college. Yes. Okay. Um, I'd like to see this right now. Tap it out. I got no idea. <laughs> don't even don't even ask well, me. Watch him um, watch him win. Uh, go ahead. I'm just gonna say it's gonna suck for me. Go ahead. Tom Brady. Michigan. I couldn't even breathe. <laughs> Russell Wilson. NC State slash Wisconsin. Looks like I'm tapping out too. Ben Roethlisberger, University Ohio. of Miami, Ohio. No. I said Ohio. It's no. University of Miami, Miami Ohio. Ohio. Yeah, you are wrong. Okay. They had a blue field. Ryan Tannehill. He went to Alabama, West, Vir- West Virginia, right? Stanford. Texas A&M. Wouldn't have got that. I'm just gonna say Alabama. That's just my. <laughs> Matthew Stafford. Alabama. Georgia. Cam Newton. Auburn, Auburn and Florida. You got it. Alabama. Thank you. <laughs> Jimmy Garoppolo. Alabama. Uh, Eastern Illinois. What? <laughs> How do you know that? <laughs> because he, I told you right now, his girlfriend told him what no, she was doing. she did not. And he absolutely looked I this up. I tried. Oh. I this tried so hard this, to get some answers. Okay. This man, this man's gaslighting. I, but I will tell you that Jimmy G went to the same place as Tony Romo, and I did say that earlier. She did not tell me whether that was going to be on the podcast or not, but I did say that Tony Romo and Jimmy G both went to Eastern right. Illinois. I bet while she was sleeping, he was whispering, "Do the top ten quarterbacks who went to Teddy Bridgewater, Alabama? No, he went to West Virginia. No, he went to Louisville. Oh, you're right. Who went to West Virginia? That's Geno Smith. I'm sorry. Taysom Hill. Alabama. No shot. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, Auburn. BYU. I was not going to get that in my wildest dreams. He's a white guy. We should have known. Garrett Gilbert. <laughs> Alabama. <laughs> Who the hell is – you saw that on the WTFs. Um, Alabama. Washington. Uh, I'm going to say Oregon. Mm, that's a good guess. I'm going with Central it's Michigan. It's going to be like – SMU. Uh, Sit. No. Smell. Southern Methodist. Mm, another Christian white boy. Okay. That's it. Oh. I won. I definitely won on that one. I think I got like three, and you had it was like four to three. You guys missed three. Took you to the wire, boy. And guess who got those three correct? Me. <laughs> they all went to Alabama. Gary Gilbert, man. All right. So, real quickly before we get to the debate with Jake. Lock of the week. I won. I'm down two now. Oh, yeah. He's like. I said the Saints were going to stop the Bucks. Nobody believed me. I mean, technically, you didn't say that they were going to win. You said that they were going to lose by less than 11. And they did win, but you did not call that they were going to win. You said they were going to just cover the 11-point spread. So, whatever you want to say. Are we doing a lock? Yeah, let's do a lock. Well, you lost, so I think it's your turn. Uh, no, it's based on, like. Oh, record? <laughs> record. Well, I, I won. Yes, Avery yeah, has one. Thank you, Kaylee, for your segments. They were very. That's not her name. Oh, You're very Deborah. welcome. Bar- Barnica? What? Deborah. Bro, Deborah. Be careful. Damn it. You almost said a bad word. Have I chose? Oh. <laughs> what? Um, her name is now Rebecca. That's my sister's name. Wow. I don't give a fuck. Hey, your father listens to this. He doesn't care. I listen. I hear so many times. Did he listen to last week's episode? Uh, I don't. Probably, but he probably didn't want to talk about it. All right. So. Um, I don't think I've picked the 49ers yet. So. That's. That's a good pick. 
That's looking like who I'm going to pick. What are they supposed to win by? I think it's like three or something like three. that. Three, yeah. Hey, can I have the pin? Oh, I'm sorry. You're good, you're good. Oh. So I'm picking the 49ers, minus three. You are breathing pretty hard into that mic. Oh, so it's me? It's you. You were over like... <sighs> okay. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, who's next? I'm sorry for whoever I'm breathing to. Uh, it's me next. All right. You pick the same one I'm doing. I'm, we're fighting on spot, on God. I'm going... It's Raiders, Broncos are even, and I'm going with Raiders if I can. Are they saying they're going to tie? Well, it's just you've got to pick the winner outright. Oh. So if the Raiders win, even by its one, yeah. five, whatever it is. You've picked the Raiders in week three. God dang. But have you chose Denver? You can choose Denver no, to lose. I'm not, no, that's not how this works, Connor. <laughs> you got to choose the outright winner. Denver could win that game. Not with Eddie. Like, no, I can't do that. I got Drew Locke. Oh, yeah. He's prepared, all right. Also, shout out to Brandon Cooks for having two touchdowns last week. Um, He's still in Texas? Yeah. Hey. Um, I'm going. I swear to God. <laughs> on sight. This is going to be a risky one, but I need to. I need to try to get some. I'm going the Giants cover a nine and a half spread over the Eagles. Okay. I definitely am not chose the Giants. You have not. Giants plus nine and a half over the Eagles. I don't think that they're going to win, but I think that Jake Fromm is a good enough quarterback to keep them in that game. What about Mike Glennon? Mike Glennon's not going to be in. Have I chose Green Bay yet? Um, I don't believe I have. No. You have not. I'm going to choose that Green Bay will beat the Browns by more than seven and a half points. The Browns are completely COVID-wracked. That the, the, they are going to blow through. Blow. They're going to destroy. <laughs> Which sucks one. because I need, I need Nick Chubb to play well. Hey, he, he might play well, but they'll still probably lose. Yeah, I think they'll lose by at least more than two touchdowns. All right, that's actually interesting. Locks. I hope the Who Giants did you do say? that. Boy. I'm sorry. I just... Green Bay is going to beat the Browns by more than seven and a half points. Okay. Okay. I need to win. I need to win out in order to. Are we going into playoffs? I think that's not fair. If it's, if it's tied. Yeah, if it's okay. tied, you just go. Weak. But so you, if, but if, if I you... win another game, it's over. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. Can't you want to do your debate like with Warriors. Jake? Do we have any more segments before you get. Um, we talked about. Oh, top five receivers. This is the last thing. Um, give me your top five. It doesn't have to be in any particular order if you want it to be in particular order. But For what? Um, we were talking we were talking about Cooper Cup, and I wanted to kind of intro it in, but I didn't want to stop Kaylee's segment. Um, but Our top five receivers. Who, who is your top five? Um, I'll go ahead and start us off. You got to put uh, – you still got to put D-Hop in there. You still got to put um, Adams in there. You got to put Cooper Cup in there now. Um, as much as I hated on him, I think that you have to put Justin Jefferson in there. Jerry Judy. I don't know why you like Jerry Judy. I don't He's know. He's not even like the best player yeah. on his team right I now. I don't even start him in fantasy. I just think his name's fun. Oh. Heard. All right. Um, so those are four. Uh, if we're going five. 
Amari Cooper? I'm kidding. It's not See, really but bad. I think that if Amari Cooper was by himself or CeeDee Lamb was by himself, yeah. like, they definitely help each other out, but also, like, they yeah. take away from one another. Um, it's a good duo, though. Yeah, for sure. Uh, who else could I say? Oh, maybe Adam Stephon. Stephon. Maybe Diggs. Stephon Diggs. Shout out to Stephon Diggs. Shout Goes out. To, went to the University of Maryland. Shout out. All right. Shout out. Um, I'm going to go. I still think Devontae Adams is going to – also, fun fact, just real quick, um, I think that the Cardinals are going to be hurt a lot without uh, D-Hop. Yeah. D-Hop got put on IR this week. Um, so he should be back for the playoffs. Hopefully, but D-Hop is going to be the heart and soul of that offense. Um, and I know that – like, Kyler's great, but really they don't have – that great of a number two. Um, AJ Green and Christian Kirk. Yeah, so I don't think either one of those bring, are like we'll AJ Larry Green back. five years ago maybe, but yeah. not really now. I'm so. going to say Devontae Adams. Are you going in order? Or just? No. Um, who's a dude on the 49ers who's like rocking it right uh, now? Debo. Debo Samuel's definitely up there. He's a running back now, though. <laughs> the, I mean, he is the pinnacle of a hybrid. Him um, and Cordell Patterson. I'm going to say Cooper Cup's definitely on this list. I'm going to say Stephon Diggs just because still I think that he's still like an elite wide receiver. And you could probably say – I'd say Devon, I'd say Justin Jefferson for like being the up-and-coming. Like, I mean, you could argue Jamar Chase just because of like Did his – Did you not put you – didn't, you didn't put either Hopkins or Adams on there. I'm not well, sure. reason no, he said why, Devontae. I said Devontae was number one, like my first Did pick. Did you put D-Hop? Well, D-Hop is hurt. I'm going off like players who aren't currently injured right um, now. Yeah. I'm going yes. off players who are playing. Like D-Hop uh-huh. is not playing because he's hurt. If D-Hop was not hurt and was playing, I would be putting D-Hop on this list. Uh, okay. So my number one. But apparently put D-Hop, but this man's going to have a problem. Henry Ruggs, number two. I'm just kidding. That man was going 150, <laughs> I'm baby. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, so, blood. <laughs> me and Connor always have like the same number one, but I think Devontae Adams is the best in the league right now. I didn't put them in order, but Devontae Adams is up there. Um, I'll put D-Hop, uh, Diggs. My number three, I'm going to put Justin Jefferson, but then my number five. Can I say it when he's healthy? I was going to put Allen Robinson. Yeah. I, yeah. I think he has the best hands in the league. Allen Robinson, has he done anything in Chicago? Not this year, he, but he's... He didn't drop a pass last season. If he has a quarterback, he's played with Blake Bortles and Mitch Trubisky and put up, this like, needs, Pro Bowl you know, seasons. Do you know where he needs to go? Pittsburgh. No. <laughs> Carolina? Please. No. no one needs to go to Carolina. <laughs> Dang. I think if... If I was Allen Robinson and I legitimately had a shot, I'm going wherever Aaron Rodgers goes. No, I was not going to go with that. The Patriots. They need a number one. Yeah. That would be scary. That Mac would be Jones scary. with Allen Robinson. That they is... got the money? Yeah. They ain't paying nobody. They might as well. Yeah. And the the Bears are looking for first-rounders. You trade A-Rob. A Rob for like a 2026 20, first round pick. Not not even that. Just <laughs> next give year. Him, I, I would think, give him, I don't think I would you get give a first. A, get a I'd, give, I'd get a, give him a second, third, give him, maybe a second and fourth and call him, it a day. Give him Kyle Van Noy and a third round pick. Kyle Van Noy is such like a. Or Jamie Collins. And then they'll cut Jamie Collins and he'll sign with the Patriots yeah, again. Yeah. <laughs> like they always do to him. All right, we ready? Uh, so how's this going to go? Three minutes? 
So, I, how it always goes. Because I don't want to like go one, back and forth nope, and argue. You're right. So, one minute opening. Okay. Kind of set your the structure of your case. Then one minute for each. Three minutes for main argument. And then one minute for closing. I, and then you decide. I Economy. will say this. I have the time. You have a one-minute opener to present your case. I will stop you. If you are in the middle of a sentence and going. You'll let us finish. It. I will let you finish. Except if you go close to a minute and 30, I will go enough. Can can you like. I will give you a three. So when I get, give you a three, you are down. Well, when I give you a five or whatever, you are at your minute. Okay. okay. And then I will count down the five seconds what? to the 30. It's a minute, minute, three, three, minute. Yeah. So you have okay. both have a minute to present your case. You have three minutes to go like, these are my facts. This is okay. what I'm doing. And then he will have his time. Then you can rebuttal. Then he gets to rebuttal. Okay. Does that make sense? Gotcha. So when you're ready, tell me and I'll start the timer. Okay. I'll so, give you I'll give you like a five. When I do this, yeah. ten, 10 seconds left. So as the incumbent champion, I will <laughs> I will elect that you go first. I heard that. Um, also, real quickly. We should let the listeners know what we're debating. Yes, we are debating who is Ladies better. and gentlemen, today in this debate, we have <laughs> a debate with Jake. Jake is presenting that Calvin Johnson is a better wide receiver overall than Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown being led by one of the best Steelers fans I know, Avery Foster. Thank you. Today, these two titans Great. of battle are stepping into the rink to decide who is a better wide receiver as of today, um, December 22nd, uh, in the year of our Lord, 2021. <laughs> Also, just fun fact, I, I watched, me and Kaylee watched the video of me fighting for the first time. I'd never seen it before. I got my ass kicked, bro. <laughs> she was wild. <laughs> All right, cool. Thank you for the side tangent. Get back to your corner, sir. All right, uh, real quickly, would you like to go you, me, you, me, you, me? Or would you like to go, I go last on the opener, I go first on the main, I go last just on. Go back and forth. So, like a snake or yeah, just like regular? Me, you, me, you. Me, we should have dealt with this before. It's all good. All right, so um, you can go. All right, Jacob. So, today I pre- present to you the case of why Antonio Brown is a better receiver than Calvin Megatron Johnson. I'm just going to start off with some highlights before I get into the nitty-gritty. So, um, Antonio Brown has 915 career receptions. 12,164 yards. His average per game is 84 and a half and his highest ever was 109 and a half yards in 2017. He had 83 touchdowns. He's had six 1,000 yard seasons, 1,000 plus yard seasons. He's had 11, 1,173 kick return yards, one for a tutty. And he was a punt returner for a while with seven, 1,761 punt yards and four touchdowns. Seven time pro bowler, we had a minute. We had, we had ten seconds. Left. Okay, four-time All-Pro, and he is a Super Bowl champion with the Tampa Bay Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm good. I'm okay. good. As I told him, you will have sixty seconds to. I won't need all sixty. I'm going to give you a three oh. when you hit thirty. Oh. Five, five for ten seconds left. Your timer starts now. So my argument is going to be broken up into three parts. I'm not going to go into the nitty gritty or kind of overload you with sacks right now. Um, but there's going to be three kind of main arguments here. Um, Point number one is going to be the people around him. Um, I think Antonio Brown has been blessed by the gods uh, to have a great quarterback, also a great running back, and good wide receiving core around him, um, which 
is going to, I'll talk about that in a little while. Um, I will give the stats um, for why uh, Calvin Johnson is a better receiver. Yep. And then the final thing um, is I'm going to talk about um, loyalty versus distraction between uh, Megatron versus Antonio Brown. So we, that is my, that is my argue, that is my opening statement and we will get into the nitty gritty in a little while. Avery, you have three minutes to present your case. I won't make any hand motions until you are at the 30 seconds left. Two minutes, 30 seconds. Then I will give you a five for 10. I will give you a little bit of a grace period if you're getting passionate. Ultimately, once you get past that time of your three minutes, I will stop you. There is no exceptions if I say stop. Okay. Thank you, gentlemen. Your time starts now. Okay. Talking about loyalty was kind of a cheap shot there when Calvin uh, quit on his team in 2015. It's kind of funny. A.B. at least finished the season. So, anyways, so during Antonio Brown's first season with the Steelers, team advanced to the Super Bowl but lost to the Green Bay Packers. He finished his rookie season with 16 receptions for 167 yards and only 10 games. During his second NFL season, he became the first player in NFL history to have more than 1,000 yards receiving and returning in one year after a dismal year as his rookie year. In his eight years with the Steelers, he had 837 receptions, the second most in the first nine seasons for any receiver in NFL history. He was the second fewest second fewest games to 11,000 yards with 129 games. I believe Jerry Rice was first. Since 2011, A.B. has been the most productive receiver with most receptions, yards, touchdowns, and touchdowns, and to this day he is still first in touchdowns from active receivers since 2011. He is the first receiver with 100-plus receptions in six straight seasons. And A.B. is just one of five players in NFL history with 100-plus receptions and 15-plus receiving TDs. Those other players are Randy Moss, Marvin Harrison, Jerry Rice, Chris Carter, who are all in the Hall of Fame. Since 2016, he's had the most touchdowns on deep balls with 18. And he led the league in receptions and receiving yards in 2014, receptions in 2015, receiving yards in 2017, and receiving touchdowns in 2018. He's a four-time first-team All-Pro, 2014 through 2017, second-team All-Pro, 2013, seven-time Pro Bowl, 2011, and then 2013 through 2018, two times receiving yards leader, 2014-2017, and two times reception leader, 2014-2015. And it was an NFL touchdown leader in 2018, where he was considered for MVP at one point as a receiver before he got injured. He's also part of the NFL 2010's All-Decade team, and is still active to this day, supporting championships like he did last year with Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Thank you. That's your whole time? Yeah. All right, man, lasted two minutes and ten seconds, longer than most. I'm dead. All right, um, we good? You have three minutes on the clock. I'm scared. If I give you the one, you're at one minute. If I give you the two, you're at the two minutes. If I give you the three, two minutes, 30 seconds, five, five for ten seconds left. You may elect not to choose your full three minutes like Avery did. You may begin. All right. So the point number one that I'm going to make is just talking about the people around each guy. Um, I think that the reason why I want to point this out um, is because I think that it's very easy um, when you look at the people around him. um, If Megatron is the only person of value on that team, 
defenses are going to shift that way. Um, and so stats can somewhat be misleading because a lot of times they can, he can be double teamed, triple teamed, whatever it is, because they know that the ball is going to go to Megatron. Um, and so I wanted to just kind of give you kind of a rundown of the people that Antonio Brown played with uh, versus the people that uh, Calvin Johnson played with. Um, here are the wide receivers, the, the number twos or the number ones for Antonio Brown. Um, Antonio Brown played with Mike Wallace, uh, Heinz Ward, uh, Plexico Burris, and uh, Martavius Bryant. He didn't play with Plexico. Uh, he did play with Plexico. I looked that up in 20... He was on a Giants. 2013. Hey, listen, he's okay. talking I, I, I know for a fact that – I don't know whether he played the full season okay. with him, but I know that Sorry. he played at least Just a little bit with him. Add 20 seconds. Um, between, those, between those four players, there are five Pro Bowls between the, between the five of them. Um, and I will give you a rundown of – Calvin Johnson's number two receivers. Um, we got Roy Williams, not uh, the <laughs> North Carolina Roy Williams. We got Sean McDonald, uh, Nate Burleson, uh, Bryant Johnson, uh, Titus Young, and and Golden Tate. Um, and Golden Tate, you brought up a good point last week, that Golden Tate was a serviceable receiver. Um, but for all Golden Tate's accomplishments, he has one Pro Bowl to show for it. So in terms of Wide receiver comparisons between A.B. and Calvin Johnson. Antonio Brown's supporting cast has five Pro Bowls for wide receivers, and then Calvin Johnson has one. Um, if we're talking about Calvin Johnson running backs, we have Kevin James, Kevin Smith, <laughs> uh, Jahav Best, um, and Mikel LaShawn, Abdullah, some, some Abdullah, and Reggie Bush. Um, None of them got over 1,003 yards. Reggie Bush hit 1,003 yards. Um, Antonio Brown, on the other hand, had Love Bell. Um, Love Bell, three-time All-Pro, um, four-time Pro Bowler. Um, James Conner, even when Love Bell set out, Pro Bowler. Um, and then I think the most damning evidence is looking about looking at the quarterbacks. Um, if you look at Calvin Johnson's quarterbacks, because we got to look at the quarterbacks to see who is actually throwing the ball to him. Um, and so for Calvin Johnson, you have John Kitna, Dan Orlovsky, um, something Hill. I don't even know who the Hill guy is. I think it's Sean Hill. Um, and then Matthew Stafford. Um, but for all Matthew Stafford's accomplishments, we're not talking about the Matthew Stafford's for uh, – we're not talking about the Matthew Stafford's of today. Uh, Matthew Stafford only has one Pro Bowl, whereas Big Ben for Antonio Brown is a five-time Pro Bowler. Um, for, just real quick, the stats for – uh, for my case, for Calvin Johnson, is he has uh, 86.1 yards per game, which is second all-time behind Julio Jones, which Antonio Brown is number four. Um, but if we're looking at uh, 12, 1,291 persons per game, um, Antonio Brown is at 1,014. Stop. So I will, I will rest my case there. I have more to present in the closing arguments, but. You both have – I did give him an extra 20 seconds as per your request. That's why I stopped him there. Because I interrupted him. Yeah, it's fine. You, you had a good point. You, you had, to, you had yeah. to defend your thing of – you know your Steelers. Yeah. You have one minute to close. Would anyone like to close first? I would like to close first yeah, because him, I have a little bit more let him go. Uh, that I would, I would have like 60 to. seconds. In this round, I do not allow any time over. At 60, I'm stopping you. Three, 30 seconds left, five, five's ten. Year may start now. 
All right, so we talked about the people around him. We talked about the stats. Um, I haven't even talked about that he had arguably the most dominant season ever for a wide receiver. Um, he still holds the single-season record for receiving yards um, with 1,964. Um, he had a 16-yard or a 16-touchdown uh, season. Um, he has four-plus seasons with 12-plus uh, touchdowns. Um, and out of you, got to talk about longevity. Um, out of his 130 games, he has not played in five of them. Um, and then we're not even talking about the loyalty versus distraction. Uh, Calvin Johnson actually played all 16 games in uh, 2015 when you said that he did not finish the season. So uh, unlike the Raiders who call – or unlike Antonio Brown who called him a cracker, um, threw a t- <laughs> temper tantrum about a uh, – about a helmet and uh, live stream conversations of John Gruden. Um, oh, not even to mention the sexual assault allegation. So, there's your boy. Stop. That's a low blow. Are you mate? You have your rebuttal. Sixty yeah. seconds. As I note, the rule still stands. Okay. We're good. You may start now. So we're talking about on the field production, not off the field production. I never said AB was a great person. Calvin Johnson is a great person. He also played for a terrible city. He can't help that the city didn't draft players around him, and he still produced with those players. Good for him. But A.B. was doing those numbers even with backup quarterbacks, even before Lev Bell joined the team, even when Heinz Ward was old and washed. It's it's just the facts. He Calvin Johnson had the most single dominant season, but A.B. dominated for seven years. He broke almost most of Calvin's records in that time. He didn't catch this, the one season, single season record, yes. He was a distraction at the end of his career, but most of that was when he was out of Pittsburgh, when he wasn't dominating. So I don't really consider that as a thing, even though we're talking about player v. player. But he cleaned his act up, and now he's on a Super Bowl team as a leader with that squad right now. So that's all I have to say about the distraction thing. And I was incorrect about Calvin retiring midseason, but he still retired while still under contract and forever will have a distaste in Detroit's mouth so wild card i'm gonna argue why jerry rice is the greatest <laughs> wide receiver of all okay so also no. just just a little side note um calvin johnson also has the same touchdowns does that, not uh, you cannot you, that you antonio brown has you you even playing three less seasons now unfortunately we will strip that from the record because you did not announce that during your debate time i didn't even hear it so <laughs> <laughs> now this was a tough one uh, I think I win Jerry Rice being the greatest. Easy to say. Easy to prove. Um, until Steve Largen entered the field. But uh, <laughs> I will address this right now that my personal feeling is that Calvin Johnson was a better wide receiver than Antonio Brown. But I will also state that I will have to declare Avery the winner of this because, Jacob, you did a great job explaining to me how shitty his team was, not how great the player was. If you told me that LeBron James was a great player because the team around him was booty, compared to the team around Michael Jordan being great. That tells me how booty his team is. You spent less time explaining to me what makes Calvin Johnson great. If you explain to me more of like a percentage of how many times he was double teamed versus the percentage of how often AB was double teamed, that would have lended to your case at a much higher percentage than just saying his quarterbacks were bad, which much means that he's great. So I think that, yes, you did quickly go over his accolades. Yes, single-season record, if it's not beaten by Cooper Cup this year with the extended game. Fantastic stats. That's a, a beautiful feather in the cap that you didn't push hard enough in this debate. If you explain to me that Drew, uh, you know, Drew Brees is the greatest quarterback of all time because the team around him was booty, 
that doesn't explain to an average viewer why or what made Calvin Johnson so great. Now, yes, Avery, your delivery was much drier than his. And Jacob did a great job uh, being an orator and explaining everything to me. This was but fun. you argued more of the statistics side, which makes me believe who the better player was. Avery came at me with cold, hard facts of, look how many receiving yards he has. Look how long he dominated. This is how good of a player he was. The debate was who was a better wide receiver overall. Antonio Brown faked his vaccination record and has done some <laughs> terrible things. That doesn't make him any less of a good player. He threw a, so, couch, he threw a couch out a window, too. Yeah, and listen, I mean, that <laughs> man's... Do you consider O.J. Simpson to be one of the greatest running backs of all time? You would have though? to put him in the field. Yeah, if Tom Brady so was, if Tom Brady went out right now and did a triple <laughs> homicide... I, I That man's despicable. Kisses his son with... Like, kisses his tongue... His tongue and his kid, all this weird shit. He kisses his tongue on the sun. But you don't. Oh, listen. O.J. Simpson ran for 2,000 yards. Didn't matter if he killed a lady. I mean, like, listen. You're not asking me who is. You're asking me who is a better player. Uh, Tom Brady could commit a triple homicide tomorrow. He is still going to be considered one of the greatest of all time. We're not even talking about how Michael Jordan isn't, like, really considered, like, like a very mean and very awful person, a, a gambler and and don't even get me started on some of the other things I've heard he does. No, nobody cares. Nobody cares. I know you're upset about this, but Kudos. that's my issue. You Ow. didn't. I'm sorry. Squeeze the freak out of my You didn't talk head. enough about accolades. You spent a minute no, talking I, about accolades. I will, I will agree with you. I think you. that is why. Listen, let me, I, you spoke for four <laughs> minutes between the both of you. I'm going to speak for 30 seconds longer. I will put my thing on the line and say I believe Calvin Johnson is better than Antonio Brown. I will put that. I will put my name on that side of the field. But he did a better job arguing it. I will I agree with you that I, if I had a little bit longer, and this isn't, I just didn't misuse my time. Yeah. Um, I I was I was ready for you to like bring the hammer down. Well, stats. the thing was is that I like. I had stats, mm-hmm. but I spent so much time arguing the why players. the team sucked around. Yeah. Because, like, the stats that I was going to give you was Calvin Johnson has 1,000 less yards than Antonio Brown despite not playing for three se- three seasons less. He has the same amount of touchdowns as Ca- Antonio Brown does right now despite having three less seasons. Which is some great statistics I would have loved to no, hear. And I, and I understand. And you you could have said that. With the terrible team, and then that would have been like the nail in the coffin. Yeah, no, and and once again, I I understand. He underneath the I am upset because I'm very competitive, and I w- and I knew that I could have got, I could have won it all, mm-hmm. but by the time that I got done naming fucking Kevin Jones and Kevin Smith and Bahed that best and Michael Lashani won. <laughs> I had damn a minute left. Yeah, I was like, well, I understand. I understand. This is very intense. I I was am, sweating. I'm letting you know. I am a very like. You're competitive. I didn't notice. <laughs> yeah, and I'm still very upset because I. It's not that you made the wrong choice. It's that I didn't utilize my time wisely because yeah. I think that I could have won. Aren't you in charge of speech and debate. You know what's funny though? I do think Calvin Johnson's better, but I do think AB is like up there. Well, once you started like, once you actually started talking about like the fastest to seven seasons or whatever it is, and you definitely could have drawn more on like he wasn't even a starter his first two years. Yeah, you like did all that. Yeah, I look. I was just nervous. 
dog. I was I was starting to sweat a little bit too, but I should have cut down on fucking Roy Williams and Sean McDonald. Yeah. You could have told. Listen, because of Dan Campbell, you could have been like, bro. Yeah. The Lions have you, you, all you had to say was the Lions' record under Calvin Johnson is like two and eighty six. I've been like that guy had a sucky team. I'm pretty sure he had that dominant season while they went zero and sixteen. Mm-hmm. That was 2012. When Dude, did they have Owen? Dan, 16? you could have taken his I think quarterback. It was 09. All you have to do is say is his quarterback gives some of the hot, worst hot takes on live television and ran into the. Yo, no, Dan, Dan's actually legit. good. Now, Kendrick Perkins, terrible. terrible. Now, uh, we're going to have to do this another time. Dan I think we're going to run out of time. What, what time are we at? 127. We are getting longer every week. But <laughs> cut, well, cut it. Cut no, it. No, don't, don't cut it. We no, need to intro it out. But. We will do this another time. I will utilize my time wiser. Um, for all the people that I believe that believed in me, I do apologize. <laughs> he let I the let whole you down. team down. I'm at three and two, and this is the worst one. This these are the worst of the two losses because I felt like Jackson was my other loss, mm. and Jackson had a better argument than mm. me. And like it was just one of those things where I argue? like it was he. I said that something to the extent of. The Kobe team with Shaq was better than the Michael Jor- Jordan-led, like, Bulls team. And I argued that. And I did a good job arguing, but he just did a better job because he knows basketball. But this time, I think that I could have won. <laughs> and I could have had a legit argument, but I lost track of time. And when he was giving me the damn fingers, I didn't know what they meant. Yeah, and was, so I couldn't figure out what I said. I said, I give you one. It's one minute. I give you two. I, it's two. Yeah, but when you do this, next, I thought I meant one minute left. I no. thought that meant two. When I do, listen, like I said, I said one minute. Two minutes. When I give you the three, next time, two minutes, 30 seconds. Next time, Count give down. that to, five, next five. time, give that to me like in like. You have two minutes remaining. I didn't want to interrupt your arguments. Oh. Can you imagine being in the middle of a point of Calvin Johnson? Two minutes left. <laughs> yeah. well, All right. Good, well, good argument. guys, good I debate. greatly appreciate you listening. Um, I actually, we, I'm going to try to do something. I want to do what we did two years ago on Instagram with the, the uh, NFL Olympics. Mm. Um, I want to do that with NBA since we're in NBA, we're about to be in NBA full swing. Okay. So um, we'll talk more about that next week because um, I'm not going to start it until next week. But um, we will see you guys next week. Y'all all have right. a good rest of your week. And have a merry, merry Christmas, holidays, all the other Kwanzaa. stuff. Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. Hanukkah. Multicultural, yes, multi-sport. Sir. Yes, sir. Hanukkah All right, we'll see you. Ended, buddy. Hello. All right, have a bye. good one. I was this.